G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Thanks for your company across this first hour of the overnight crowd. Jen Wallace with you all the way through till 3 a.m. Eastern. Thanks for the couple of texts that have been coming through on 0433 98 11 16. Thank you for those. And of course, very soon we will open up the talk back line. Shell card fueled by a century of knowledge. Drive your transport business forward with Shell card, your passport to the Shell Australian Truck Network. But first, a couple of texts that have come through. Alex said, couldn't get to watch the women's game on Thursday night. This is the AFLW. Thursdays are just too busy. And I would rather have finals and games on Sundays rather than on Thursdays. Good question to raise, Alex. I know we've talked about it before. Where does the Thursdays fit in? But Alex thinks, yeah, let's look at Sundays and we'll get the kids going there as well. In the cricket, very quickly, that Second test match in Manchester, South Africa, 151 in their first innings. England in response, five for 252. So they lead by 101 runs. Now to switch locations, we've done some AFL. Let's now head across to one of our other favourite codes here in Australia. It's time to talk some NRL. And Alicia Newton from NRL.com has been kind enough to join us. Alicia, how are you? I'm well, thanks, Jen. How are you going there? They're pretty good. Now we should probably tell... I mean, there's a, there's, a, look, there's a generation difference between you and I, but we do have a connection <laughs> in that we both played cricket back in New South Wales, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I, I recalled the name when you reached out and, um, and I thought, oh, I, I come into grade, I think, possibly before you moved to Perth, maybe? Yeah, I reckon so. Close to it. Yeah, so we just missed each other, I reckon. But no, I definitely remembered you and... Um, yeah, geez, looked up to all those girls. It was a great New South Wales team that they had. Oh, I appreciate it. But yeah, I recognised your name too. And I was like, I reckon this is, I'm thinking this is the same person, the same young pup that was playing cricket. So I'm going to reach out. And yeah, happy, happy it was. And everyone, of course, can catch the good things you're doing through NRL.com as well, reporting across both NRL men's and the women's and just advocating in general for a great code in the NRL. And we have to ask you straight up, what team do you actually support? Oh well, as a journalist, I'm quite neutral. But no, I grew up in um, I grew up in Sydney's West, but I um, I actually go for the Knights. You're so a Knights fan. But yeah, none of that makes sense at all. I know, but yeah, um, so good to see the girls get a win the other night, and um, the boys not going so well. That's fair. Yeah, the boys having a bit of struggle street, which is hard because it's a very proud rugby league town, Newcastle. Now let's have a look at some of the results. We'll focus on the men's first up. So there's been the three games already. Let's. Start with the Storm versus Roosters, the one to finish up closest here on Friday night. And it was the Roosters by 18 to 14. And I wrote in my notes, I was like, upset. But then I was like, well, not really, because I think that gives them something like seven wins in a row. The Roosters had just, since their bye, have been playing some good footy. Yeah, look, they've um, they've turned a massive corner, obviously, midway through the year, pretty much around origin once that's finished up. Um, they've got a lot of their players back and they've just hit the ground running and yeah, seven wins, and that was probably their best performance of the season, without doubt. To go down there to Melbourne and you know come up against a, a Melbourne side that put you know over 60 points on Brisbane last week, um, it was going to take a massive effort. And 
I just caught the back end of that game and it, it looked like a finals match, you know, two weeks out from, from the finals. So, um, yeah, a couple of try-saving efforts from James Tedesco late as well. Uh, would have been awesome to be there. But, yeah, it's uh, it's looking really promising now for the Roosters. They're back up to uh, fifth spot, I believe, and it all kind of comes down to next week as to how high Melbourne can, can whether they can stay in the top four or they'll slip down to fifth. So, yeah, it's getting good. It is getting good. We had a text come in just before that says, Jen, help me. Is it me? I'm a Bombers member and, well, say no more. Anyway, I've jumped on the Melbourne Storm and I attended my first live season game tonight. Tell me I'm not the jinx. I don't think I can tell you that. I think you are <laughs> the jinx. So <laughs> uh, It's quite interesting no, when awesome. <laughs> people get trying to switch over, get around the Melbourne Storm, and then, yeah, they come back at me and going, oh, I went, and they lost. So, yeah, well, it's you then, isn't it? <laughs> Always. Like well, they just passed 40,000 members, which is awesome because I think I don't think that's ever been done before in the NRL. And a lot of it, you know, obviously Melbourne loves their sport, doesn't matter what sport. And, um, yeah, it's awesome to see how well they're doing down there as a club. That is fantastic. In a, in a state where it is hugely populated by AFL, then to, to break that ground and have that success that they had had they have had and then to build that, like 40,000, that is a huge achievement to do that in a, a stronghold of, of AFL. They are, you know, becoming... Regular household names now, the Stormers there. Now, if we look at the other Friday night game, the one you actually were at as well, was the Panthers 46 over the Warriors 12. The Panthers still continue to be the team to beat. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think anyone went to Penrith expecting the Warriors to, to beat them. It was just a matter of, I guess, Penrith getting through unscathed. They had Jerome Luai coming back from an injury. Um, and he got through pretty good. And then you had a couple of other... Um, Apicorosau picked up an ankle injury but he should be fine and Spencer Lemieux a shoulder problem but with two weeks out they've already wrapped up the minor premiership so it's a bit hard for them I guess they're just trying to get to the finals and um, they've got a trip to Townsville next week which I think they'll rest a lot of their players but no, a pretty comfortable win and you know it was never really in doubt to be honest. That's going to be, yeah, if they look ahead the week, you know, to be playing Panthers versus Cowboys, it's a one versus two clash. But as you said, because of the, the gap that they've got, the, they've got the minor premiership, they just can afford to be smart with how they play their roster at the moment. 100%, especially when they might even meet each other, you know, depending on how the Cowboys go in the next couple of games. Um, you know, you don't want to really probably play them again in week one of the finals, so rest your players now and, and then sort of come in fresh in that, that first week and they're at home. So it's, um yeah, it's it's a bit of a, I guess a frustrating game next week, I would say, just because you don't really want to play it, but you have to. <laughs> but you have to, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you can get out of it, you would. Uh, now back um, on Thursday night, it was the Eels 53 over the Broncos 6. The Eels is the side that I go for. Again, I couldn't even tell you why, um, considering I didn't grow up in that area, but the Eels is my side and, you know, it was, Adam Reynolds, 250th, he went off with the HIA issue. I don't think he returned to the game, did he? So the Eels, I think, locked up the semi-final, and it was another blowout um, scoreline. Yeah, I mean, it was looking quite even when uh, Reynolds was on the field, but once he went off with that HIA, yeah, Brisbane just fell apart defensively, and we saw that a week earlier when they lost to Melbourne, how badly it got, and it was a bit of back-to-back for them and that's left them now in a really difficult position because they've got to basically win next week. Um, Otherwise, if Canberra win their two games, they're they're into the eighth spot. So it's a massive danger, I guess, period now for the Broncos, um, who I feel like have done really well. They've just sort of fell apart in the last month of the competition and suddenly they're in trouble. So, 
Yeah, um, I mean, it all depends on how Adam Reynolds, if he does back up next week. But, um, yeah, it's, I guess it's a bit of a worry even if they do make finals. You know, they're going to be that competitive sort of team. Because I think the competition overall is very competitive this season. I think it's a very open comp. Um, but, yeah, I just don't know where Brisbane are at right now. Any theories as to why we've seen some of these big scores, the 60 to 12, the 78 to 6 or whatever it was, the 53 to 6 just just on Thursday night? Any theories as to, is it just tired bodies and brains at the moment? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think, I think for the teams that aren't making the finals, I think they definitely switch off. Um, But you know, Brisbane's almost inexcusable just given that they, you know, were still in the final hunt and mm-hmm. they were basically pushing for a top four spot, you know, a month ago. So this has just all sort of gone really pear-shaped. They've also come up against two very good sides who are above them. And um, and I rate Parramatta, you know. I just think, I know they've copped a little bit in the last month themselves, but I think they've turned a corner in the last fortnight and they've got, they've got Melbourne next week at home and that will basically, they'll play for a fourth, the top four spot um, between those two teams. So, you know, if they win that, they've, they've got two bites of the cherry. Don't get, the grand my, final, so. don't get my hopes up too much on Parramatta. They, 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 they break my heart come finals <laughs> too often. <laughs> I, know, I know, but, you know, I, um, I just think, yeah, they're, they're just coming in at the right time, you know, and they won't be afraid to play Penrith if they meet them in week one either because they've beaten them twice this year. So... So probably yeah, I the, wouldn't lose faith in them yet. I won't. I promise I won't. The other game probably of interest before we head across to NRLW is the Raiders versus Seagulls because the Raiders are in ninth um, and with the Broncos' result on Thursday, there's a chance, I think, for them to force their way up into the eight. Yeah, absolutely. They could be there by the, by the end of the weekend. Um, they've just got to win. They've got the Manly, Manly, as you mentioned, and then they've got West Tigers next week at Leichhardt Oval. So, yeah, if they can win there too and... Um, even if Brisbane win next week, it'll be it'll be pretty much all over on for and against as well because of how badly Brisbane have lost the last couple of weeks. So yeah, massive game in Canberra down there um, tomorrow, and um, you know I just think yeah, even they could do some damage from eight spots. Well, yeah, dangerous side at times. The the Raiders they can sometimes be their own worst enemy, but that just seems to be sporting teams in general. Now the NRLW we're heading into round two. It was great to see the action last week. I think I've fallen completely in love with the footwork of the Newcastle Knights uh, player. Is it Southwell? Yep. Yeah, Jessie. Jessie, that's it. Um, absolutely outstanding footwork from her that I was just blown away with. Uh, so we're heading into round two. Broncos taking on the Roosters on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, for anyone that watched it last season, they played each other in April in a semi-final game and uh, Brisbane were up 16-0 and they were the three-time champions before that and basically unbeatable. You know, they, they were a very, very good side and the Roosters come back from 16-0 down and ended up winning 22-16. And I just remember being there that day and that was, it was just like, wow, what's just happened? Like a, a team that's been invincible for so long have been beaten. So they'll meet again tomorrow for the first time. There's a lot of girls that are still part of both sides. Um, but Brisbane at home, their third home game ever so they'll be and they always you know grow an extra leg up there so um yeah the roosters who are probably my most impressive side of of the first round i just think that they just picked up where they left off and their new recruits really played well so yeah it's gonna be interesting i've gone with brisbane but with no confidence at all okay eels and dragons on sunday quick one on them 
yeah, I think Dragons too too comfortable there as yep. well. I think they just they look pretty good. And then Knights and Titans to round out Sunday. I'm going to go with the Knights. I think Titans just looked a bit slow and a bit bit uh yeah just off the pace. So it could be interesting then if we get Roosters, Knights and Dragons all getting a win again, they'll go out to two wins each and the other three, Titans, Broncos and Eels, waiting to play against each other to try and get off their donuts. So we'll wait and see how the NRLW rounds up. I mean, do you do you follow the AFLW in the fact that they've gone to 18 teams quite quickly? I know we're into season seven, so it's not re- maybe it isn't seen as that quick, but NRL seems to be a bit more of a conservative, go-slow approach, but... You don't have the same cross coders as much, or if they do, they come from rugby union, for example. So I feel like we've that the, the athletes that we're seeing and the skill set we're seeing in NRLW is is really comparative. Yeah, and I think like the athletes though are a little bit different. Obviously, like with forwards and things like that, like you know, you need a lot more bigger girls, you know, with muscle. And because I feel like AFLW is very sort of trimmed down, and um, you know, you need to be got to run, right? yeah. Yeah, like there's a lot of running involved. So I think that it's like to always try and like, not that we compare them, but they're both different codes in their own right. And um, I watch a bit of the AFLW. Um, I'm not sure where they sort of with the 18 teams, whether, you know, what the quality is going to be like, but I know that the NRLW sort of use the AFLW as a bit of a guide. You know, we don't want to rush this too much. We want to make sure the depth is, is there. And going from six teams to 10 teams next season I'm personally a little bit worried about it it's a big jump I want to yeah it's a massive jump and um but it's also I was a bit worried when we went from four to six as well and that turned out to be pretty good so I think the girls just lift to the rise to the occasion um but I just think you gotta get these girls in the full-time environments you know take the pay out of it just get them in full-time environments as much as possible and get them trained up it makes a massive Um, difference You've seen it with cricket, the changes there and, and the way that, that that game has evolved very quickly with Australia leading the way. It's, yeah, that's the blueprint, I suppose. That's right. And, like, you know, you'd know, cricket, we never stopped when we were 12 years old like a footy player does. No, you don't get pulled Back out of the then, system. They've got a, no, we were never pulled out of the system, whereas now these girls are, are basically allowed to stay in the system. So whereas the other girls that weren't in the system and now playing catch-up, they're learning on the run. You know, you just surges. Yep. I always use her as, as the example. She stopped at 12. She's back when she's 18. She's missed six years of her growth, like at, at puberty as well, which is probably where you, you're growing the most, right? You, you're developing your body. Mm. So, yeah, it's, um, it's frustrating. But then, then again, you just go, well, these girls now coming through, it's the best opportunity for them. Well, Alicia, I really appreciate you joining on with the overnight crowd here tonight and giving us a a great insight into both the NRL men's and the NRL women's occurring across this weekend. I really appreciate your time. Anytime, Jen. Speak soon. Thank you. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.